1: advice give us all advice here because one of the things I say to everybody now is why work for other people building their castles if you can build your own I mean that is to me like the ultimate yeah why do that but I don't have the answer for how I mean I did this year produce and direct my own film and now I'm Mm -hmm. trying to take it to market which is a whole nother thing but I think in a world where everybody is doing this thing for themselves and then we're Sharing our things with each other, we can get out of this slave wage thing that we're in right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of the ways, and you were onto it, is is creating wealth for yourself through real estate. I mean, but you know, that's that's a challenge, and it's a mindset, right? It's getting, yeah, the mindset is so hard. Like I had to, it took me years, Tanya, to get out of the mindset of limiting beliefs you know like i uh, you know oh i can't do that i'm not a real estate investor or i can't do that because of xyz we got to get out of our own way we got to work on ourselves in order to evolve i have never picked a good
1: tenant ever and even when i had management people mm. i had tenants stealing my air conditioner that's stealing the copper i mean ah, uh, I, and I've i was like it. i i can I, I can't do
0: it I, i've heard, i've definitely i got to connect you to the right people Yeah. Right now.
1: I don't know. I mean, I've always made money in real estate, but I've never made the money I could have made if I could have held on just a little bit longer when I was like, I got to get out. These tenants are driving me crazy.
0: Mm. You know, there's 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 people that do this all day, you know, full time. This is their this is their mission in life, right? To buy buildings, to buy houses, to to buy whatever. And they look for people like us who don't want to do the work and manage the tenants. And then, you know, it's like, here's my cash. Just make sure you get me some money back, and then you get a return on that. How you gonna trust them people? Network. I've known them for years. They've been doing what they do for decades and decades and decades. They're not going anywhere. I know where they live. I'm knocking your door. Where's <laughs> my-, <laughs> <Get> my money? Give my money. But yeah, I only invest in people that I trust, that I lo- know, like, and trust.
1: You must have better discernment than me. I just I think everybody I meet, if I if I if I if I trust them, they must be a psycho. (laughs) That's that's why I'm single now because you know if I if I fell in love with you, you definitely are a (laughs) sociopath.
0: Well, make sure you don't love me at the end of the show.
1: (laughs) I don't feel the little tickle in my belly, so you're you're good. You're good. You're probably normal. (laughs)
0: That's awesome.
1: Okay, so um. Yeah, I am. Uh, I, I like talking to people. And mm. for me, the doing it uh, isn't in and of itself is its own reward. But I do feel like I need to um, commodify it. and and, mm. and it's like, I don't have the energy to it's not, it's not like, it's not like I need the money to live, but I feel like I'm just not a good business person if I don't. And then I see these people and I'm like, they're like boring. They're making money. People are selling commercials. Like I'm so much better, but they're doing something so much better. Like help me make the bridge between those.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, your superpowers, right? You know what you're good at. You're good at building relationships, connecting with people, right? Building some trust there. Who do you know that's really good at business that's in your world? that you trust you Eric (laughs) aside from me, but yeah, maybe I'm sure there's someone outside of me that you trust in business or has like that, that analytical brain that, um, well,
1: a a friend of mine who's in, um, in he's, um, in, he's in Aruba right now. He he is, he has that brain. Like he said that one of his first jobs uh, he had to design an algorithm that he said was responsible mm. for making Americans go about $6 billion further into debt. So yeah. he's like a kind of brain that I talk to when I want to talk about business.
0: Yeah, we're so we're in a virtual world, right? It doesn't matter. He's in a ruby, wherever he is, he's in New York City, it doesn't matter anymore. So if you could find someone that is the yin to your yang, and you say, hey, this is what I'm doing, I'm leveraging and I'm, I'm leaning heavy into going all in on my superpower, you know, um, I'm going to build this and create this help me to monetize, help me to build a business plan around it. That person is what makes it happen. I surround, I always been sure that I am the dumbest person in the room. I got people around me that can figure stuff out. They're problem solvers, they're analytical, they're robots, because I'm creative. I just want to do what I do.
1: So I'm paying this person. I'm saying, Hey, I want to pay you. To
0: no. Business, right? oh, no, no, no give them the path to business, give them a percentage of the business. I'll, I'll do 70, 30. I'll do 60, 40. I'll do 50, 50, because we're both going to make money.
1: Okay, Eric, this, is, this is must be my uh, kryptonite because <laughs> I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you I, this last business venture I did, that is what I did.
0: Mm, I
1: brought yeah. a person on who I thought was going to be that oh. I, it, it nearly sunk the project. It may still be sinking the project. So I don't, I don't actually trust that I have the discernment to gotcha. find the collaborator because I literally find people who mm. turn around and decide they want to
0: destroy everything. Okay, so here's another thing. So you need another person. You need another person outside of that. Someone's someone whose judgment you trust. Right. So I know a guy I don't I'm trust say his name.
1: It's been over my
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know a guy. He's very, very successful. If I said his name, you'd know who he was. Okay. He look. He, he trusts everyone. He wants to do business with everyone, but he's wealthy, so everybody he doesn't know who's taking advantage of him. So he married a woman, and he's been through several marriages. But he married a woman that is the discerning. I am going to have a conversation with every single person that wants to connect with you. And I'm the gatekeeper. I'm the bouncer at the club. And you can't get in here unless I trust you. So if you find someone that you trust that has better judgment from what you're saying, that's what you need. So can I send my prospects to you, Eric, and you tell me? (laughs) You know what's cool is podcasting is a good way to vet people, right? Because you have a conversation, a long conversation with people and you're sort of getting to know them by the questions you ask. It's basically like it's it's, a, it's literally an interview. You're interviewing somebody. It could be for a job, they don't know it. You could be interviewing me now. You're trying to figure you could out. you interviewing I'm me now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do you know that the top 3 downloads of my show, they're all business partners now. They're all they're all clients and business partners because we got to know each other and we we're like, "Hey man, how do we continue doing this together?" And then Let's go, let's go do some stuff. Let's build something.
1: Hmm. Yeah. You make it sound so effortless <laughs> and easy. And I'm like, um, that, I mean, let me just tell you this. So, so like three years ago, someone paid me a very little bit of money, very little. And I gave them 46 interviews of some of the top human beings on the planet. Rudy Mazzocchi, you know, billionaire, Eve Vensler, Michael Beckwith, okay. They, in their branding, didn't really realize that their audience was not going to buy it. Mm -hmm. It was probably the most unsuccessful series that they ever ran, but they own it. And those forty-six interviews, which are, Christ, they own it. Yeah, I don't even think I could afford to buy it for them for what they say it costs. Mm -hmm. But I realized I was so good at it. That content still exists there. So mm. let's say, for instance, how would I strike up a deal with them so we could take those 46 amazing things that their audience had a zero interest in and try to turn it into something else?
0: You mean like You mean like get the rights back or some piece of it? Is that what
1: get the rights back or share the rights. But I'm saying this content exists. And for them, it was like, well, that was a business loss. But the content exists. Their audience had no interest in it. There Mm -hmm. is an an, an audience for it in the world.
0: Can you ask for it back? Have you asked for it back?
1: No, I have never asked for it back.
0: I would start there. Actually
1: actually, though, no, maybe that's not true. I think we asked them if we could partner with Broadway podcast to try Mm -hmm. to put it there. And I think they just were like, we didn't exist. They stopped responding. So I have reached out. I, I will say that I'm not, I'm usually a person to reach out.
0: I, if they're doing nothing with it and, and 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 they don't feel it's valuable, I would just be a squeaky wheel and say, "Hey, I'm knocking on the door again. I could do something with that content." You
1: know, yeah, I mean, yeah, you. I mean, being on today and listening to those two gentlemen who we talked to earlier and how they take things and the notes and the this, mm-hmm. I mean, it all sounds so exciting. Now, I'm not the squirrel person who would want to do that, but I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> if I can find some people to do that, that sounds fabulous. I'm not the one who can, but I love the idea of it.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. Like I, I hear something and I appreciate it. And I'm like, I get it. And there's strength in that. And I know I should be doing it, but I'm like, who do I find? It's always not the how or the what it's the who in business, The who, Who's gonna, who the is going to do it. Not me. Cause I know I'm not good at it. Like you do <laughs> it, Matt and Joe, you know, you guys are talking about data and affiliate marketing and monetizing podcasts. Can you do that for me? <laughs> Yeah, I'm on my like
1: pick social media manager in about a year. Yeah. So I'm hoping these people are going to be the ones
0: open. You are in the right room because there are, I, I trust everybody in this room. Everybody in this room, they're a giver and, and, and we all work together.
1: <laughs> Seriously. You know, I'm suspicious. I'm suspicious. So well, you tell me, you tell I me like,
0: better. yeah. You, I enjoyed
1: everything I've learned. I will say that this, I'm not an easy sell. And I don't really like hype, though I see that most people do. And I guess I'm a bit of a snob about hype. I feel like hype is for for people that aren't too bright, and that <laughs> if if, you, if someone can hype you into something, I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: God, I love that. I'm,
1: I'm just being frank. I'm like hype is it's not if it, if it's. I'm going to tell you honestly. I was also I was on a call. Last week about um, vaccine hesitance in the Black community,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it was some of the top officials in the
0: in the world. Yeah,
1: and they hyped us for over an hour,
0: and they I and at you. the end of it, well, I was like, well, "Wait, they hyped you to get
1: the vaccine?" Well, they wanted us to go out and be the advocates. <laughs> and I'll have to say that at the end of that time, I was like, "If it's that good, it, it shouldn't need that much hype." So I left the call with more hesitancy than I got on the call with, because I was like, mm, we don't have to sell that hard when something is good. So talk to me about that. Cause this, I'm this is you. the culture of hype. Clubhouse I had to give up on because too much yeah. hype.
0: That's so good. Um, man, I, I, I wish I had the perfect answer for this. Cause it, but it's, it's, it's very complex, right? I've only recently discovered that the right people on the bus don't need inspiration motivation a, a, a way to do something right be proactive you know like i'm going to hype this up so that we're all on the same same page and we're moving and we're motivating 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 the right people like you said the intelligent people can motivate themselves they can inspire themselves they can drive themselves you know what i mean like those are the people that I want to be around. And those are the people that I assemble into my teams because I realized when I was in corporate America, I was always that guy to every, I was like, okay, they're not working because they weren't motivated this week. That's, that's so hard. I'm like, how do I have to keep motivating people? Now, finally, I've realized, just get the right people on the bus. They're doing it themselves. They motivate themselves. They're solopreneurs or entrepreneurs or intrapreneurs, whatever you want to call them. That's what we need to do. We need to find the right people on the jobs and we need the right people. You see what's going on. And not to get into too much social or politics, but 99% of people are like, yeah, I'm game. Let's do all this. You know, let's let's shut it all down. You know, it's like, okay, then why don't you stay home? Let's put a sheet over you. We'll feed you three meals a day, right? And you can live safe and comfortable in your bedroom. I don't want to live like that. I don't know about you, Tanya, but I want to go live life. I want to go grab it.
1: The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Okay. So song's hype in this very, um, it's a, it's a scary moment. Okay. Um, I um, you know, I have a, I'm very clairvoyant. Um I think the Aboriginal people call it pattern mind. Um hmm. and I definitely, you know, there's I've taken T harp Ecker. I have paid for the motivational classes. There are times mm-hmm. in my life when I need that, I need a pivot, yeah. I need some hype. But in, in a general rule, I'm I'm a self-motivator. Mm-hmm. What what are what do you think is the future for people? are trying to build a life what what are you advising people as to how to build a life for themselves in this these times that we find ourselves in right now
0: trying to build a life for themselves well that's everyone's different right everyone has a different goal everyone has a different idea of what success is so i would sort of need to know who well
1: I'll, I'll give you an example of what Please. I have because people ask me this in a random way. And for me, it's it's always like if it excites you inside in this mm-hmm. way that you get excited, that's the path to follow. Don't mm-hmm. ever lose the path that's going to take you there. Even if you have to do some other things while you're waiting, don't lose that threat because this thing that gets you excited is what you were born to do. So you may seem to zigzag a lot of way, but make sure that when when an opportunity to actually go to that, that that joy is is a, is a signal that that's where you're supposed to be.
0: 100%, uh, I, I believe in that, but then there's also the other side of the coin. If you see something and an opportunity scares you, something scares you to death, that's also the right thing to do because that means growth. Well behind it excites me. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly, because you know there's growth. There's something yeah. going to happen to you. What are you going to become as a result of taking on that opportunity? I'm with you, I, but but not everybody gets
1: excited by by fear. And mm-hmm. I think one of the challenges I'm you know observing today. I don't know where you stand on this. Is I, I see a lot of people like, oh, trigger warning. Oh, I don't want to see poverty porn. I don't want to see trauma porn. I don't want to see that. And the space where I'm in about it is that um, when I was growing up, I was being gaslit about what was real in the world. And so now in this moment where people are starting to tell little bits of truth about what I experienced, it's cathartic for me. Mm -hmm. So I, I can understand that this generation looks at it and thinks that it's I don't want to see that porn, but for me, it's like, Oh my God, that was what I was going through. And they were telling me it was something else. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, the other day I was in a a conversation with some heavy hitters, new tribe of heavy hitters. And they were like, I don't ever want to see this. And I don't ever want to see this. And I was like, well, I want that. Mm -hmm. Where do you, where do you balance these things? These generational, these cultural places where people are in different places. And there's not a right or a wrong. There's just difference.
0: Yeah. And I, so what's the question,
1: Tanya? The question is, where do you balance that when you're saying there's, th- there's the right or the wrong of who the person is, but there's some things that are just, we got to agree to disagree is what I'm saying. But what's your point?
0: Yeah, I'm with you hundred percent. You know, there's always going to be different viewpoints and different vantage points, different perspectives. Everybody has a different experience in life. We're all completely different. But the critical key is, and I've noticed this now more than ever, you have to respect the other person's opinion. I mean, you have to say, okay, let's have a dialogue. You're saying this. I'm saying this. They're completely opposite, but you know what? I respect what you're saying. I'm trying to see your perspective. I'm doing my best to be empathetic. But, I don't get it. So I'm just going to say, let okay, let's just agree to disagree. But here, there's no, there's no hate here. We know that we don't have that
1: in America. I know I We spent, need more of that. I spent two months in Seoul, Korea during the pandemic. Mm. And I went there cause they had less COVID deaths than here. And I love my time there. I really appreciated the sense of security and community. But when I left there, I came back and I was like, maybe America's power is in its polarity. Maybe it's powers and it's fact that there are these people who are over here and there are these people who's over here. And that's what's balancing the scale. And it isn't about us trying to convince each other that we're right. Mm. It's about us trying to go, you can have it your way. I can have it our way. How do we get everybody's needs met?
0: Yes. Yes, exactly. You know, the biggest challenge I think is... (laughs) You know, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get into Harry's sticky situations here, but and we're 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 winding down. Is okay. So so we have different points of views, right? There's there's more than just left and right, right? And I always I always say, Tanya, yeah, the left wing and the right wing is part of the same bird. So let's pay attention, folks. Right? It's it's all the same. Doesn't matter who's in office, right? So that's the challenge. Is like there's forces beyond us that want to divide, right? Absolutely. So when and they're on the left or the right, <laughs> right? Everyone's mostly in the middle. If you talk to anyone, talk to anyone, everyone is mostly in the middle, but why is it that we have to say it's this way or it's that way? And if so, that's okay, right? Let's let like we said, let's just, let's agree to disagree, it's okay. We don't have to hate people just because they have a different perspective. Because you don't know what they experienced in life, you have no idea how they came up, right? So, so to make the assumptions that this you're gonna and what a boring world if we all think exactly the same. I know, but some people
1: want that because they want security. They need to know. They don't like the mystery, and so I I just feel like we need to get their needs met so that they're not living in fear, so that they're not you know, so that they do have a sense of security, but not from the fact of controlling other people.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: It's been a great time talking to you, Eric. And I, I know this is amazing. Having me on Podmax, And uh, yes. I've learned so much today. Thank you. I learned so much from you really is this was awesome, you this awesome. to say before you go as, as we say goodbye.
0: No, I, I, I just appreciate you. I truly, truly do. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm honored to be on your show and really blessed to have you here in the community. And I'm hoping to see you again and hoping that, you know, you join us because, you know, we need more like-minded community. You know, we need our tribe. We need everybody here because we can't do it by ourselves.
1: Well, I have had a fabulous day on PodMax and learned so much. And I'm, I'm really grateful. And I, I look forward to learning more from you and getting better at the things that I'm not so good at right now.
0: <laughs> what I love about you, Tanya, is self awareness. That's the thing. If your audience gets anything, we need to work towards more self awareness because then that's growth. If you know yourself, you can work on the things that you know you're not great at, you know, or not. Just find the person that's good at it, fill that hole up. Thank you so much, Eric. This is Tanya Pinkins, and I'm at PodMax today.
1: And I'm with the founder of PodMax, Eric Cabral, also on-air brands. And this is um, You Can't Say That on the Broadway Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to You Can't Say That, the show where you can. I'm Tanya Pinkins. And You Can't Say That is part of the Broadway Podcast Network, produced by Dory Berenstein and Alan Seals, edited by Derek Gunther, with music by Kat Dale. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast highly wherever you stream. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Tanya Pinkins. And to learn more, visit BPN.com f m forward slash y c s t stay safe you You is kind you is smart you is important you is dead tanya pinkins horror film red pill brings african-american
0: perspective to progressive movement
1: we are a majority in this country we're gonna win the election. Do you know what the red pill is? A red pill is someone who infiltrates a group and then destroys them from the inside. This place is spooky. Some people like to live dangerously. Cass, why are you so jumpy tonight? You know what, guys? I'm gonna go back tomorrow. Did you hear about the creature woman that attacked a father and son hunting down here? I don't see the case. This place creeps me out. I think we should call the sheriff's office. are brown people? They're after
0: all of us. What do we do, Amelia? We die. But we take some of them with us.
1: Hi, I'm Tanya Pinkins, and I would love to hear from you. You can text me at 917-724-8998. Tell me what you're up to, and I'll let you know what I'm up to. Text me 917-724-8998. 917-724-8998. Let's keep in touch.
0: Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work